Hey, everybody, Mark Herman, a.k.a. L.A. Bengals fan on most of the major platforms. And as you can see, I'm joined here, as always, by partner in crime, Sam Schneider, Primetime Sports Talk. And this is another episode of Jungle Talk. Woo-hoo! Ooh. You know what I forgot to get? Oh, yeah, got to bust it out. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the guy who wanted the third blow the last time. Right. Had to do that. Right. So we're covered there. So, guys, great win today. Um, Sam, before we get started, tell me where they can find your stuff. And then we're going to jump into a lot of good stuff. Sure. You can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you. I write for primetime sports talk. Like Mark said, you can find us at talk primetime or primetime sports talk. Dot com. Oh, there we go. All right. So as you can see, I forgot to wear the hat on Thursday. I threw my back out. So that's why it was such a short video. Sam was sick. Um, so but you know what? Christmas came early. I wanted to talk about in the last video, the Huntley versus Lamar Jackson. I actually wanted Jackson to play um, mm-hmm. because I thought we had him figured out. Huntley, I thought, you know, healthy and we don't know a lot about him. But as it turned out, COVID stepped in. We didn't have to face either one of them. Christmas came early. We got we faced a depleted Raven team, which will take. Um, Josh Johnson still put up a good effort today. In the, in the he first. did. He played. Yeah. He played very well. But um, but hey, that that gets the Santa hat. You know, we win today. That gets the Santa hat. So um, there you go. And um, and we activated Mike Daniels. Now we lost Reader to the uh, to the COVID, but we activated Mike Daniels. So it was good that we had him on the practice squad. I didn't get a chance to see. I'll check the stats in a little bit, and we'll see if he made any impact. I don't even know if he was in the game, but but BJ yeah, Hill I mean, made a couple big plays, and so he stepped up. That's the. You know, once again, that's the gift that keeps giving with the getting rid of price for right. a steal. So, uh, you know, send price over to the Giants and he can enjoy that downfall there. But but a um, lot of a lot of great stuff. There was some bad to talk about and we'll get into it. And then we're going to do the good. Um, Sam, is there anything you want to throw out there before we jump right in on this? No, let's go for it. All right. Well, the bad I have is, um, first of all, one just general comment. How different do you think that first drive would have been if Burrow gets sacked on the first play? And instead, he kind of escapes and it starts that whole drive. And I know that it it ended in a field goal. It was one of the one of the choices I did not like. I like Zach's challenge on the play, um, getting the extra third down attempt, in, in, you know, at the goal. But I didn't like the corner toss to Evans. He needs to learn to right. fight back for the ball and get the P.I. Yeah, that wasn't uh, that that was not a, a well planned out play. No. I'm, I'm guessing maybe it worked a couple times in practice and they thought, well, we're going to try this in a game, but it, it wasn't even close. Queen didn't even look back at the ball. If Evans had just made an attempt to come back to the ball, he's going to get the flag because right. Queen never even turned around. But because he never even tried to get back to the ball, there was no P.I. call. So. Right. Um, that's one of those things that, you know, that's a rookie move by Evans, but, but that was one of the, one of the few mistakes of the, of the first half or of the whole game. I mean, let's yeah. point out, we never saw Kevin Huber. <laughs> we scored on every possession we had. The yeah. only thing we could have had is a touchdown instead of a field goal off that first drive, which would have given us 35 and a half. But the, other than that, you know, this was just, uh, we'll, we'll go through the numbers, but 
unbelievable uh thing the other bad thing i have was the situational football you know we didn't get off the field on a third and eight and a third and goal on the first touchdown by the ravens and then uh later on we gave up listen to this a third and 12 a third and 13 and a third and 10 that got the ravens their second touchdown that that was a complete gift i mean how do you give up you've got double digits on three third down conversions and that was the one stat that jumped out at me at half was the ravens were five of seven on third down that's the only reason they were in the game weren't all three of those long ones on the same drive same drive we basically that's the one that ended with the andrews touchdown we basically gifted it i mean we had three opportunities to end it and couldn't do it one of them the third and 13 the guy uh their receiver catches the ball like five yards short and we missed like two tackles. Yep. Yeah. And he, he split, he split our defenders. He just ran right in between them. But, uh, but you know, other than that, um, the only other bad thing I can say, and this is directed at the refs queen hits Higgins. They hold up Higgins queen comes in and pops him from the side. That should have been a flag. And then, and then they throw mix into the ground. And that doesn't get yep. like the referee standing right there. Yet we get a taunting call because Chase spins the ball. I mean, it's right. just, you're going to allow that and call us for taunting. I want the league to start thinking about where their priorities are. Standing up a player who can get and getting drilled on a on a blindside hit versus a taunt. And you throw a flag on one and you don't on the other, but you preach player safety. NFL, figure that out. Okay. Let's get right. it. I was watching the NBA last night, just on a side note. Uh, you know, we had five great games. Um, and if they call taunting in the NBA, it'd be called on every single play. I oh, mean, yeah. Every time down the floor. Every the time down the play. floor. I mean, when they make a shot, they do stuff. It's like, why don't we get back to that? I, I just think we've, I think we've gone overboard on this taunting. But but that's all. And the, and the other thing I have that's bad is the dumb taunting call by Chase. You know what? Don't spin the ball in front of John Harbaugh on their sideline. Right. And then he, he turned to him, too. <laughs> yeah. They exchanged words. Yeah. <laughs> so I was sitting there going, oh, we haven't learned. I mean, it didn't cost us anything today because we still got the first down and we still scored on that drive. But it's just, guys, we really, really need to. to st- when we're playing the Chiefs next week, I don't want to see taunting penalties. I don't want to see us go give up a third and 12, a third and 13, and a third and 10 on the same drive. That's got to get cleaned up. So, but that's the end of all the bad I have because everything after this is roses. So, what yeah, I, I I agree with all that, but I'll I'll also throw in there, um, it, it's not necessarily bad because there's only so much you can do, um, but boy, doesn't it really get old getting beat by Mark Andrews all the time? Yeah, oh. I mean, he had a great he had a great game, made contested catches, uh, runs after the catch, scored a touchdown. Yeah, um, it's it's crazy how much trouble we sometimes have with tight ends. And I'm assuming we're going to get uh, Travis Kelsey uh, next week. He's off today because uh, he's on the covid list. Right. Um, but I assume he'll be back by by our game. I, I assume so, too. And I actually skipped that just because I I kind of thought the other things were more important. But I had how do we not know where Andrews is on every play Then the right. first drive what they scored? He was wide open on a pass. And later on, I understand the touchdown was an amazing catch. He made a couple of amazing plays. But when he's out on the out on the side and no one's there, I mean, how do we ever lose track of that guy? 
Right. So that was that was the other thing I had there. But um, all right, well, let's jump right into the good. And there's and there's so much of it. I mean, think about it. Huber never <laughs> touched the ball today right. because we scored on every possession. I mean, that right. pretty much says it all. And when we had scored, when we were at 41 points on the seven possessions broke down to five touchdowns and two field goals. I'm okay with that ratio. Yeah. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah. So you get to the 41, but that was it. You know, the Bengals were the least penalized team coming into today. I didn't realize that in the NFL, you know, Uh, it seems like when we get penalties, they're big ones and they hurt us a lot. So, yeah. uh, And you know what? And, and the, and it's surprising that, you know, we didn't get, uh, we didn't get uh, how many, I don't know. How many did we have today? Do you have that? Uh, yeah. I'll penalties we had? Yeah. I'll take a look at the team stats. I'll get because, it because it didn't feel like that many, um, which is impressive because the defense was fired up. And that's a lot of times when you make dumb mistakes, you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah. No, no, no. It's uh, I'll, I'll, I'll find it before we finish this show. Yeah. It's no, it's no big deal, but the, I, the defense came to play, man. Oh no, no, no. no. I, the whole team came to play, but the defense especially impressed me. Well, we have we have criticized our coaches a lot about play calling, not letting Burrow be Burrow and all that. And I've got to just first off, give them kudos. They came out. I said in my preview, we need to go pass heavy because this team is so depleted in the secondary. And that's exactly what we did. I mean, two mm-hmm. of the first three plays were passes. Um you know, I just we we criticized them so many times that uh, you know on the play calling that I want to give them kudos for just doing what we did. I mean, think about it. Yeah, we had. Do we have two or three hundred yard receivers today? I mean, we um, had. We I know we I had. I believe two. it was just. You, I believe it was just two. I don't think Boyd got over got over the hump. Right, and what would have if they if they had if that that touchdown had kept? Yeah, we right. had. Uh, Boyd had 85, but we had 194 for Higgins and 125 for Jamar Chase. That's yeah. just unbelievable. And they threw up a graphic. I don't know if everybody caught it because it was up and off the screen pretty quick. But there's only six times the Ravens have ever given up over 400 yards passing in their team history. Now, remember, you know, they used to be the Browns and those stats stayed back there. So it's just the Ravens we're talking about. So basically, I think, what, 2000 to now or whatever. But but um, only six times has somebody passed over 400 yards. Today was the sixth day. Joe Burrow was two of those this year. Yes, and actually Joe Burrow now um, holds the NFL record for most uh, most passing yards against one team in a single season. Yes, and he threw up a 500 burger today on him. Yeah, so I'm sure that's if we and and just listen to the company that he's with. The other four games, okay, outside of the two this year for Burrow, the other games were Drew Brees, Tom Brady. Peyton Manning and Eli Manning. That's pretty good company. I, right. I like that list. So yeah. you know, everybody on that list has, uh, has Super Bowls. So, yeah. so, so Joe, you know, hopefully that he's going to join that group with the, with some trophies, but that was, that was a really interesting graphic. Cause I was like, I thought, Oh, well, what was that? You know, since the last five years or 10 years, so I went back and looked at the graphic and it said Baltimore history. And then I realized, okay, so it was the last 20 some odd years, but, but just, I got another good one. Um, the, uh, I don't know if we finished the game uh, with this, but um, at some point in the fourth quarter, we were still averaging, averaging over 10 yards per play. I mean, yeah. That's absurd. Who yeah. who does that? 
That's uh, well. um, and and Mixon didn't get you know a whole lot of running room, but he did have that sweet uh, you know like what well, fifty yard uh, fifty yard reception down the right sideline. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we the Bengals. Uh, kudos again. This is to the coaching staff and the players. They never took their foot off the gas. <laughs> that was my biggest concern at halftime because we watched the Packers kind of let the Ravens back in. The Ravens have been let back in to a number of games, and um, we did not do that today. When we gave up a touchdown, we drove right down the field and answered. Our first drive of the fourth quarter was entirely passes. It was eight straight passes. Yep. And our third quarter drive, we held them. I don't think it was a three and out, but we got, we may may have gotten one first down, but we got the ball back. And then we proceeded to go on a 10 and a half play, 19 or 10 and a half minute, 19 play drive. Now it only ended in three points, but literally the defense was out there. We got the ball and we ate up the whole third quarter. That was huge. That was and 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 Baltimore was standing around hands on hips. They were gassed, man. Oh, they were, they were gassed. They, and they couldn't, and you know, at that point, once the snowball gets rolling, um, then, then, you know, it just gets harder and harder and harder to get a stop. I'm surprised we only got three points out of it, but uh, still just the, the amount of time that we burned and how demoralizing that can be to a defense is, is excellent. Yeah. They, I think they got one first down. So they held the ball for like three minutes or three and a half minutes. And then we proceeded to go on that nine, 10 and a half it was 10 minutes, 29 seconds. And we were actually pretty even at halftime. When I look at the halftime stats, it was like uh, 14 and change to 15 and change. Okay. At the end of the game, 37, 22. Don't right. think that 10 and a half minutes didn't. Oh, yeah. Because like I said, you keep them out there. They're, they're, they're gassed in the fourth quarter. They're, uh, you know, and it's demoralizing. I mean, it's just even though yeah. it only let- and they and they already and they're like, let us off the field. We're already getting our butts kicked. Right. Like- <laughs> so, and this is where I don't always agree with not taking the three points. Um, I think San Diego today or San Diego. There we go. I apologize. The Chargers today had two opportunities where they went for it. Once again, in yep. the red zone, I know that that's their their style. They do it all the time. But they fell back late in the game and they were chasing two scores instead of one. And it cost the Chargers today. So I always I keep saying how deflating it is for a team when they drive downfield, they hold the ball a long time and it leads to no points. I know you don't want to always settle for field goals, but sometimes take the three. Yeah. And I'm not questioning the, the, the decision to kick the field goal after that long drive. I'm, I'm merely saying, I wish we could have punched it in. You know yeah. what I mean? I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have gone for it. I would have taken the three. Right. That's fine with me. Yeah. You get back to 20 points. And like I said, it's about, it's about demoralizing them. It's yeah. a, it's a psychological thing and you don't lose any of your mojo or momentum. So, um, Right. Other thing. Great. Oh, by the way, I like the fourth down call when we did go for it at fourth and goal from the one. I yep. love the just the pure push that the line got. I mean, yep. Mexican just got carried with this wave of humanity into the end zone. Right. So those are the times you go for it. And we were already we had already put two scores up at that point. Mm-hmm. So so um, great two minute offense. I mean, we that was Joe Burrow's performance today in the first half, the 299 yards, that is the biggest first half passing in the NFL this season. No other quarterback has done more in the first half of the game than what you saw Joe Burrow do today. And it's tied with, I think, two others for the most in history. 
Yeah. So, but that two, was two, nobody's nobody's ever hit 300 in the first half. Yeah. And, and then, uh, so he tied two other people. I can't remember who they were. Yeah. And then, and then obviously Hendrickson, you know, continues to sack streak and he knocked the ball out on the third and 24 where, yeah. where Josh Johnson kind of scoops it up and tries to complete, but it looked like he was going to run for it. But so he follows up his sack with a, which was a solo sack with the stripping the ball. So um, yeah, you know, Hendrickson did his thing. We didn't have a lot of defensive numbers from our defensive line today, um, but they pressured all game. Yeah. So at no point did Johnson feel, you know, all co- cozy and fuzzy back there. So, yeah. And, and, and uh, I love the way the, the entire, uh, uh, the entire secondary played today. You didn't hear a, a whole lot of names because they were doing well back there. Right. Um, also because Baltimore was using the middle of the field a lot and use it Andrews and, and right. stuff like that. But um, the secondary did great. And then the icing on the cake was just Von Bell jumping that, um, jumping that uh, uh, smuggler route and taking that ball, taking that ball down the field. <laughs> Yeah. Well, he had now he had a chance on one of the two on that on that drive where we gave up the three third down conversions. There was a second down play where he dropped a pick. We had a chance. Yeah. To get out the and it was there. almost it was almost an, an identical play to the one he got later. Yeah. So, so, so he, this one he atoned he, for it. Yeah. He had had one hit him right in the bread basket that he didn't hold on to. Yeah. So it was uh, there and it could have been worse. You know, Boyd holds on to that touchdown in the end zone. That was a great effort. Um, Boyd holds on to that. We're going to have 300 yard receivers. There's just, you know, there could have, there was, there was more points out there that we left out there, but just what a, what an enjoyable game. I said in my preview, the Bengals owed this to the hometown crowd after making them sit through the, the Niner game and the charger game, you know, they, they owed this to this, this uh, crowd and they, yeah. And speaking of the crowd, the, the shots of the stadium were awesome. That place was rocking today, man. Yeah, You know what I mean? I've, I wasn't at the game or anything, um, but they kept doing the wide out shot and it didn't look like there was an empty seat in the house and they were all being really loud. And it usually you see a whole bunch of Baltimore, a whole bunch of Pittsburgh fans there. And there was not much purple in that crowd at all. Yeah. I don't mostly because they always showed the crowd when the Bengals fans were standing up. So the Ravens fans were sitting down somewhere. Right. So, but no, it was, uh, like I said, there was just a lot to be happy about. And I really love the ball distribution. Do you know that coming into this game, we've had uh, leading receivers has been Jamar Chase for five games, T. Higgins for five games, and Tyler Boyd for four games. That's mm-hmm. what we want to see. This is why we have a po- chance to have. I don't know what the season numbers are. Maybe somebody can look it up and put it in the comments, but I know we have 2,000-yard receivers already. I don't yep. know how close Boyd is to getting. I don't know if anybody's ever had 3,000-yard receivers. Uh, they have. The last time would would be um, uh, Arizona when Kurt Warner was the quarterback, and they okay. had Larry Fitz, uh, Larry Fitzgerald, uh, Steve Breston, and Anquan Bolden. Okay. So and, they, um, and, but keep in mind, we're adding an extra game now. So we're not going to be the only team that's able to do it, you know? Right. But still, that would be a huge accomplishment. Um, oh, yeah. In terms of, and you, once again, you're joining Kurt Warner on a team he took to the Super Bowl that should have won the Super Bowl. I right. mean, you take away that James Harrison thing right before half, and, and Arizona wins that game instead yeah. of San Antonio Holmes making the score late. So, 
Um, I, I don't it's mind whenever we're joining company. I like to be on list with Tom Brady, you know, Hall of Fame quarterback Kurt Warner. You, those are the lists you want to be on. So, so that well, that, he's gonna Burrow's gonna he's gonna keep joining that company over and over again, man, because he is so good. He is so special. You know what I mean? Yeah. And one last comment on the defense. You know, after Baltimore's first drive in the first half, because we really set the tone in the first half. We did to the Ravens today what we did to the Steelers, which was really take the wind out of their sails. I always say start fast, step on them, their throat. Um, we took it to them right early. The defense, after that first drive, forced two, three and outs on the next two drives. That enabled yeah. us to go up 10-7. That enabled us to get to 17-7, you know, and we keep the train rolling. And that's that's where it really started started showing up eli apple made a couple big tackles today didn't miss tackles like i said we didn't talk about a lot of the dbs because you know they were you know they were doing their job yeah if you're not hearing their names in the secondary that's a good thing right so but but that's that's a lot of what i have i mean we could sit here all day but i was really happy with everything i saw this is a team win and i gotta like i said give kudos to the coaches for for not trying to just continually run the ball but let joe be joe and, and right. they kind of did that today. And the players for executing. And outside of the out of the Jamar Chase ball spin, I, I didn't think there was any, you know, we had an offside. We had a, a motion penalty that set us back. We had a Jonah Williams holding penalty that right. I think we overcame. Well, we overcame him on all of them because we didn't butt. <laughs> because so, we were doing whatever we wanted, basically. But, but, but the penalties, but the, the outside of the, there wasn't a whole lot of the team was disciplined. They were focused. They were disciplined. It's yeah. exactly what we're going to need next week against Kansas city. So, yeah, I was just about, I was just about to say, I hope we can use this win as a springboard uh, against Kansas city. Um, and it's at KC. Um, so, you know, no, hopefully it's home. We'll, we're home at Cleveland home for KC at Cleveland. Oh, we're at Cleveland. Right. Okay. Um, Okay, well, that's that's a good thing. So hopefully we can use this as a springboard, take some stuff that we learned today, take the things that we did well, take the plays that worked really well and use them again next week. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, We need to win one more game or we're going to need a couple losses on the other side. You and I were kind of looking at everything. I don't know where the tiebreakers go um, in terms of, uh, you know, seeding for for the thing, but we have um, we have to get one more win. So, yes. so, uh, or we're going to need a Cleveland loss and a Baltimore loss. Now, Baltimore, I think, plays Pittsburgh. What do they play? I don't know what they're, I don't know, but they both have. We just looked at this. <laughs> I know we did, and I forgot who it is. But the bottom line is we have, we, if we can, don't beat Kansas City, we've got to beat the Browns in week 18. It's that simple. Unless right. the Browns lose next week for us. So, so we shall see. But, but just a, just a great win, just, a, you know, Guys, I, I couldldn't be happier. Like I said, Christmas. We're wouldn't you know, we did what we needed to do. We made the statement we needed to make today. Because this was a game where if we barely won, it's like, guys, they were missing so many people. How could we barely win? We need right. to do what we did, which was crush them. Right. Right. And Baltimore's next game is uh against the Rams. That's it. The Rams. Well, yeah, with that's it. So Baltimore could lose to the Rams. Uh the I think the uh, Browns play the Steelers next week. So uh, yeah, I believe no so. love there. So, you know, you know, we could actually get some help from, you know, um, you know, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Well, we need to, we need to seal, we need to seal it by winning one more. Yeah. I would be nice to take Kansas city. If they win today is going to wrap up the West. I don't know where they're sitting in terms of the, 
of the top seat if that if they're going to need one more win i mean if it's a must win for them to get i don't know who's pressing them i, I haven't looked at it the, well right now i believe green bay is the top seed well that's in the in nfc the, uh, in the afc it's it's kansas city oh right i think with buffalo um, yeah, I'm, I'm full of brain parts today yeah, yeah it's okay well with buffalo beating the new england um we're all sitting at nine and nine and uh nine and six Right. So Chiefs are playing Steelers today. They're 10 and four and they are the first seed. Titans are right behind at 10 and five as the two seed and the Cincinnati Bengals are nine and six in the three seed. Okay, so we did. So we jumped over New England because of conference. Well, because because the Bills because the Bills beat New England. So the Bills moved into the fourth seed. Right. No, no, no. But the Bills moved in. But we have a better conference record than the bills that's why we're ahead of them the bills right. are six and five in afc and we are are um, seven and seven and three i think that's correct i believe so 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 that's why we're three the the seeding here is very important because we re, if the chargers make the postseason that's the team we want coming to cincinnati we want a redo of that charger game because this team will have the chip on their shoulder they will be focused what we don't want is to play like indianapolis that's the kind of team with that because they're a very balanced team. They can run, they can pass, they have a good defense. I mean, they're going to give us our toughest run. We want to send that team to Buffalo or something like that, right. you know, in terms of the wild cards that are going to be there. So that's why this is important. Um, so, so we might as well start rooting for the Chargers because, frankly, right now they don't look like a playoff team. Well, the record wise, they're still in one of the playoff spots, I think. So, no, no, they're not. Oh, they fell out completely. Okay. Yeah. All right. So who's yeah, in now? Yeah, because because they because they lost to because uh, they lost to um, Houston. Houston. Unbelievable! Killed two. Um, the only loss on two parlays today was that Chargers. Chargers. Chargers are sitting at ninth behind the Ravens at eighth, and you yeah. know the top seven get in, and Steelers are at seventh. At seventh until they lose. That's right. So I wonder if the Ravens go back in as the as the other one but we'll see all of this i just want to point this out it doesn't matter where we are now what matters is where we are at week 18 so you know when teams are in and right. they're out it's like we still control our own destiny that's all we can ask for when one of the next two we win the north right that's simple yep it, it, it literally is that simple i'd like it to be next week but the chiefs have tennessee pressing so the chiefs are going to want that game too i'm questioning I think they have till Monday to decide there's a chance we could get flexed into the night game next week. Cincinnati, Kansas city. Uh, I, I think it has to be, I think, it, I think the rule is it has to be 11 games or 11 days ahead of time. Is it? Okay. So we can't get flexed in. The NFL I, I, blew it. I looked it up. I looked it up recently and I could be wrong. Maybe it's only 10 days, but I know it's more than a week. I just don't know if with COVID and stuff and the rescheduling, if they get to it, I know networks can protect stuff, but this seemed like a natural fit for the nighttime. Right. I mean, you yeah. got an AF possible, you know, playoff preview game. I mean, who knows if they're both division winners, this could be a AFC championship preview. You've got it sitting right there for you in week 17 and you don't use right. it. So, but it's okay. I don't mind. We got we to we watch Cleveland and Pittsburgh in primetime next week. I can't remember if it's Sunday or Monday, but. Oh, that's probably the Sunday night game. I don't think that might be the Monday. I don't know. I didn't look at the schedule. So yeah, I, I don't want to take any time to look. So, but, yeah. um, but uh, no, guys, you could take a look at the stats. It, the, it's, it's utter domination in terms of, like I said, Kevin Huber 
didn't do anything but kick some punts and warm up. You know, yeah. there's not a lot of games where you don't get held on downs, you don't turn the ball over, and you score on every possession, and the majority of them being touchdowns. Right. That's that's like I said, that's as good as it gets. So yeah. great, great win. So um, if you don't subscribe, please subscribe. That's all we ask. And Sam, why don't you remind them again where they can find all your stuff? Absolutely. You can find me on Twitter at buy and sell you uh, at talk prime time. You can find Mark at LA Bengals fan on almost every major platform. And while you're subscribing, hit that little notification bell and then drop oh, some baby. comments down there and let us know what you thought. Absolutely. Get it to get in a lot of conversations with a lot of people watching the videos. It's great. We're really enjoying it. So, um, We'll be back, as always, with the preview on Thursday uh, of the upcoming game against Kansas City. Hopefully, they're coming off a win. Love catching teams off a win, not a loss, um, mm -hmm. especially an Andy Reid coach team. So, Especially a win against Pittsburgh. And, and a win against Pittsburgh. So um, we'll be back with that. And with that, I'm going to say Merry Christmas, everybody, and who day? Who day? See you on Thursday.